Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, we work things good, and that is what we do. That's why I love There you have it. You have an insightful show. For tonight, we begin a new series for for our music services. Okay? Um say you know how to following God's plans for your life. Okay, the title of the series is following God's plans for your life. Okay? So we start first with this. The purpose of life is Christ. So as the first sermon of this series of music teaching, the first topic is this, the purpose of life is Christ. So we'll try to make this series very practical and simple. You will learn how to hear God clearly, you know, as as possible, and how to set your life in order in the will of God. We will see no, you will see that you are much more responsible for your outcomes in life than God is because God won't fail on his path. So someone says, if you succeed, it's your fault. If you fail, it's also your fault. So we'll see clearly the law of personal responsibility. The law of what? The law of personal responsibility because God won't fail on his path. So we'll learn that destination, you know, shows God's will for us, of which its fulfillment is based on our choices in cooperation with God's will for our lives. Okay? That God wills does not mean it will happen. Amen. Okay? We have to play our part in obedience and following the leading of God so that we can, you know, so we can, you know, achieve God's plan for our lives. We will see that true fulfillment, you know, true, true joy and happiness comes from that place of being well-fitted in the will of God for you. Do you understand? You will see also that the primary way that God leads us is by the inward witness. Okay? We will learn that visions and dreams and the audible voice, you know, they are the exceptions. You understand? We are more frequently led by the inward witness. Okay? And we subject every other leading to the inward witness and the word of God. Now, this is what I mean. If you have a dream, and in that dream, you know, um, that particular boy, that new boy in fellowship, in that new boy in church, 
that one that has a good job, that is tall and fine, okay, that is dark, has muscles, looks spiritual, looks spiritual, amen. And you now find in a dream, you know, that they brought a flower, you know, and they put a flower with two hands at his back, and they smiled cheapishly, and he now took out his hand and gave you the flower, amen. Okay, we will see that that dream, eh, does not mean, eh, that that boy is yours from God or that he's come to toast you. Okay? We will see that. It might just mean that, you know, they are dreaming the thing you have been thinking about. Alright? So, we'll see that no matter what you dream or no matter what anybody tells you, okay, you will judge it by your inward witness. What is God saying in your spirit? What can you feel inside? Go, go, go. You know, so, we'll judge everything by the inward witness and by the word of God. Okay? But before all this, we must lay the foundation that must be very clear. The foundation that must be very clear. Okay? That the purpose of life is Christ. The purpose of life is Christ. If this path is not clear enough, there will be issues. Do you understand? You cannot successfully Follow God's plan for your life. If this much is not set in stone in your heart, that the purpose of your life is what? Christ. This must be clear, set in stone, unmovable, unshakable in your heart. That what? The purpose of your life is what? Is Christ. Without this clarity, we will tend tend to be, you know, to be tossed up and fro, you know, while making life decisions. Okay? But when we get this plastic this part clear, we are more yielded and in tune to hear God all through life. Now you wonder why you know, some people hear God about their life faster. Why 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 they are so assured of their of their, their choices and decisions? You'll find that those people that are more assured of their choices and decisions is because they have set it clear in their heart that the purpose of their life is Christ. So because they're in that place where that part is clear to them, okay, that I live for Christ alone, it is easy for God to reach them, you know, and lead them because God knows they are yielded, you know. So, you know, God, God, God is always going to talk to us. God is always going to, 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 to lead us, okay. But the question is, are we ready to receive or are we putting a gap because we have not made it clear in our, in our acts that our purpose for living is Christ and we will do whatever He says? Do you understand? So, when you get this clear, you are more yielded and in tune to hear God all through life. The purpose of your life is not your comfort. This has to be so clear in your heart. The purpose of your life is not your comfort. In fact, the proof of God's leading is not comfort. People say things like him, you know, when, when it is easy, you know, when, when it's okay for you, it means God is involved to know. It can also mean your enemy just left you in free fall, knowing that where you are going to, that, that path you are going to. It needs to just leave you to wound yourself. So it's not help to make it make it hard at all. It just leave you like that in that in that 
in that state, there is no God's will. Just leave it to enjoy so that you will think you are enjoying God's will while you are clearly running off God's will for your life. Don't forget that we are, we are, we are, you know, we are dealing with the active devil that is a sly bastard. Do you understand? So, you know, and he tries to control the events of the, of the world we live in. So, the things you can see in your world, they are not proof of God's leading. Okay? That something is working does not mean it is God. That is not working also does not mean it is devil. Okay? So, comfort is not the proof of God's leading. So, back, back to where we are. The purpose of your life is not your comfort. Okay? The purpose of your life is not your ambition. The purpose of your life is not your parents' dream for you. The purpose of your life is what? Christ. Romans 11.36 for, from, for from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Look at that. Romans 11.36 For from him and through him and for him are all things, including you. So you are from him, you are through him, and you are for him. You do not own yourself. You are from him. Okay? Colossians 1, 16 to 18. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church, he is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So that in everything he might have supremacy. Something says, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So your life only holds together when, the, when, when, when you realize and live by this that the purpose of your life is Christ. So when you see that, you feel scattered, you feel, when you feel all over, you feel out of place, ask yourself. Am I living the reality of the fact that the purpose of my life is Christ? Okay? It is in Christ that our life begins to have meaning. Clarity comes from knowing that the purpose of my life is Christ. He sets your life in straight, for, straight order. Clarity of purpose. You know, the life just begins to hold together and have meaning. Okay? So, get this clear. The purpose of life is Christ. Without Christ, okay? This old thing called earth is just shampoos. Without Christ, it is fully meaningless. You know, not so the most vanity upon vanity. All is what vanity. Without Christ, life is just vanity. Chasing after the wind. Okay, that, that Christ. Imagine that, imagine that that Christ. Okay? You you are born into this world, you know, um, you, you see how the world is annoying. You know, even if you have rich friends, you won't see that noise in your way, okay? You know, just let's say you have rich parents, okay? You give it to your luxury, you went to a great school, you education, you grew up, you know, they gave you a car, 
you have great birthdays, um, you live in a big house, transfer to power supply, um, okay, you grow up, you get married, you give it to children, um, you do some, you have some great fun, then you live and you die. I don't know. To me, it feels quite vain. Okay? Now, to see how vain that kind of life can be, we see Solomon that had the best of everything. And at the point where Solomon lost contact with God, this was, this was his conclusion, I think. That vanity upon vanity, everything is vanity. Okay? Things only find your meaning in Christ. It is only in God that your life begins to make real meaning. Okay? If, like me, you have experienced, you know, a, a time where you, you know, you were out of place with God. For example, I've been born again for a while. But I had a period where I, I got, I sort of, you know, stopped actively following God. I started as a with God. I had a part, I had a part like that. And in that period, I found, I, you know, there's this feeling of, of meaninglessness. This feeling of, um, you know, there's, there's just this vacuum, this void that you can't explain. So, I, I realized what it meant to say, you know, I miss you. I, 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 put it, I, I wrote it then, that, you know, I appreciate you more when you're not there. That was me talking to God. I appreciate you more when you're not there. You know, I felt what it meant to have that vacuum between me and God. It is not a good place. It's not a good place to be. It is not a good place to be. Okay? The meaning of your life is God. It's a meaning, and this has to be clear. You cannot afford to, you know, to stay far from God, okay? Your life is to feel meaningless. It's not a good place to be. Let's move forward. The purpose of life is God. Remember 1 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So if God knew Jeremiah before he was born, God also knows you. He's also knowing. So before you were formed in your mother's womb, the Lord knew you. Okay? Before you were born, He had a plan for you. God has a plan for your life. You don't own your life. You don't own your plans. You don't own your future. God has a plan for you. Galatians 1.15 But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, please, okay, Paul, Paul is saying that, you know, God set him apart from his mother's womb. So God already had a plan for him at conception. See, God has a plan for everyone. We are all made for the purpose of Christ. We are made for the purpose of Christ. So, even if, if at all, you don't yet feel a sense of purpose. Of course, many of us felt from childhood a calling, a sense of purpose. But if you didn't, that's fine. Okay? Still realize that everything was made for Jesus. And we all belong 
sowing in. Okay, we are all the purpose of our life is Christ. Okay, we are all made for worship. Romans 12 1 to 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's message, God's message, to offer your bodies, to offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Okay, to give your body, to give your, your life here on the earth, okay, as a living sacrifice to God. This is your true and proper worship. So not about saying, you know, my life is my, no, I people say it, it's my body. I can do anything to it, okay. Um, my, my language, okay, but I can feel like God telling you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, I don't want to say that word. Okay, I'll say it. Oh, you don't. It is not your body. Okay? If you're a believer, your body should be yielded to God. Do you understand? Okay, so look at what My body, my plan, my money, my goals. Come on. We have to offer up ourselves to God a living sacrifice. Only and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. that rich man. Now, I said to myself, in, I think in Luke, that's okay, but I will buy, I will tear down my barn. I will build a new one. I will do this. I will do that. My ambition, my plan. Says, I will now say to my soul, as in, so he claimed his barn, his money, everything. Even when it is now claimed that even the soul is his own, okay? And God responded, that soul gone, gone, gone. I said, it's your own. It is mine, okay? Give me back my thing. You see? Why? You know? So my God me fool, foolish rich man. My body, my money, my plans, my goal, my ambition, my career, my money, my wife, my son, my, 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 my. No, no, no. God lays claim to your life. Do you understand? Do you understand? Colossians 3 17. Colossians 3 17. Colossians 3 17. Colossians 3 Glory to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So, whatever you are doing, do it knowing that, do it unto God. Do you understand? So, it's not about you. Do it unto God. You are made for worship. You are made for His purposes. So do everything recognizing that it is all about what? Jesus. Whatever you do, in word or they do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Do you understand? Okay? So the meaning of life is what? It's Christ. Awesome. John 4. John 4. From 21. John 4, 21, 24. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. 22. This is what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. 23. Yes, a time is coming coming and has now come when true worshippers 
will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshippers must worship in the spirit and in truth. See, we are called to a life of worship. Okay, so worship in spirit and in truth means worship comes from the fiber of our being. Okay, your life becomes an active tool of worship to God. We have got to create this reality that we live in a state of worship. See, in the OT, they had to go to a mountain to worship. Do you understand? In the, in the, in the, in the new covenant, okay, we worship in spirit and in truth, meaning we can worship, we worship everywhere, we worship every time, in whatever we are doing, we are worshipping do you understand, in whatever we are doing we are living for worship, so this has got to be clear for you the purpose of your life is Christ, everything about you is an act of worship Amen Philippians 1. Philippians 1. From verse 20. Philippians 1. From verse 20 to 26. Philippians 1. From verse 20 to 26. Look at that. Paul speaking. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. 21. For, for, me, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. For to me, look at that, to live is Christ. For to me, just a good Adam. For to me, to live is Christ. Let, let that sink into your system. For me, to live is Christ. I live for the purpose of Christ. Christ is my life. The life I live, I now live by faith. And I live for the Son of God. For me, to live is Christ. Christ is your life. Christ is the meaning of your existence. Christ is the purpose of your sleeping and waking up. Christ is the center of your life. And this is a great place to be. For Christ to be your life. Look at that. So he says, for to me, to live is Christ. And to die is gain. Now see to yourself. For me to live is Christ. Say to yourself, for me to any to live is Christ. To any Christ is your life. To any Christ is the purpose of your life. To any Christ is the purpose of your existence. You live for Christ, not for yourself. You live for Christ. I live on. This, I live my life on this planet. I live for Christ. All my choices, my decisions, I live 
for Christ. Glory to God. For me to live is Christ. Look at that. 22 says, If I am to go on living in this body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Look at that. So, as long as I am in this body, he's saying, I live for my purpose. Fruitful labor for the gospel. Fruitful labor in what God has called me to do. I don't live for chill. I don't live for comfort. I don't live for, you know, for the vibes. Okay? For me to live in this body, you know, it will mean fruitful labor. Living on assignment. Occupying till it comes. Okay? So, yes. What shall I choose? I do not know. If I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by 24. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. Okay. So it says, I will continue, okay, I will stay on the earth, okay, for your progress in the faith. Okay. Living a life of purpose, realizing that as long as it's on the earth, he lives for purpose, okay, so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. See, if you want to, if, if, you, if, you, if you intend to live long, okay, what will keep you alive is a sense of assignment, a sense of purpose. You know, even at age 100, you can be living on purpose. There's that thing about having experience, okay, of different decades that makes you a grandfather, great grandfather of other people in the assignments. You can tell the see, there's something about seeing, about seeing fights to the past that makes you able to see fights to the future again. There's something about seeing far into the past that makes you able to see far into the future. Okay, so your thing on earth is purposeful. Some will say, well, I don't want to go to heaven. I don't care. See, if you go to heaven too early, you are going to, you are going to have small rewards. If you go before your time, you miss the rewards in heaven. The reward for service to God, okay? God will not smile and say, welcome, you came early. You know, no, no. He will not be pleased with you coming early to heaven. So don't, 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 don't make that excuse that heaven is better. No. Paul is saying that after all Paul has done, he's saying, I will still stay to get more fruitful labor. So you have to, you know, as much as you can, extend your stay on the earth for purpose. Again, no, look at, you, have to ex- you have to, as much as you can, extend your stay on the earth to fulfill God's purposes. It is a good thing when the earth is filled with God men. It is a great thing when the earth is filled with people serving God, living on purpose, good influences. Great leaders, do you understand? So God needs you on the earth, amen. But for you to be here, for you to live is Christ. Glory to God. For you to live is Christ. Okay, so your life has meaning, the meaning is Christ. You are not without meaning. You are not here by accident. 
No, your life has meaning. There is a meaning in Christ for your life. Your life is not a sheep without a rudder. Your life has direction in Christ. Okay? You are not going through life yourself, making your hard choices on your own and hoping for the best. No. Your life has direction in Christ. Find God's will for your life and in every matter. Your life is not shoot and hope for the best. No. Again, your life is not, not shoot and hope for the best. No. There is meaning and direction for your life in Christ. You're not going about wandering in the dark. Open to turn up, into, turn, up in, turn, turn up in the light. No. Your life has meaning and direction in Christ. Again, you are not just shooting and hoping for the best. Your life has meaning and direction in Christ. So, we don't live for ourselves. We live by the leading of the Spirit. Okay? The Spirit of God in us is our navigator through life. Glory. The Spirit in us is our what? Navigator. It will guide us into all truth. Is our navigator all through life. He will show us things to come. Is our navigator all through life. Amen. The Spirit in you is your navigator all through life. So navigate your existence by the leading of the Spirit. Before you shoot at that girl. Before you pick up that job. Before you fill that travel you know, application. Remember you live for Christ. And you navigate life by the leading of the Holy Ghost. For as many as are controlled, as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The children of God. Children of God are led by God's Spirit. Children of God are what? Are led by God's Spirit. Second Corinthians 5, verse 15. Second Corinthians 5, 14 to 15. He says, For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. 15. And he died for all. That those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So he died. That you should no longer live for yourself, but live for him that died for you and was raised again. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay, so we live for God. We live for God. Bible says in First Thessalonians five ten. First Thessalonians five ten, He died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with Him. So our lives are intertwined with God. Okay, we live for God. We live with God. Okay, so in Him all things all together. Your life finds fulfillment. And clarity when this much is clear. That's number one. I belong to Christ. Number two, my life is God's to command. Number three, He has redeemed me unto Himself. Number four, my life is not mine, it is God's. It is not my body, 
it is his body for my assignment. Okay, that's my five, number six. Nothing I have is truly mine. It is God's. The mentality of for me to live is Christ must be ingrained into our heads. The mentality of for me to live is Christ must be ingrained into our heads. See, if you want to stand before God on that day and hear him say to you, you know, you have done well. You have done really well. Okay? You have to live your life like this. The purpose of your life has to be clearly God. If, when you are old enough and ready to go, if you will say to your children that I have fought the good fight of faith, you know, I have fought the good fight, you know, I have, I, I have done what I have done what I said to do. If you will do that, you have to start now to reorder your life. If you live life, you know, fulfilled, you know how the world celebrated, celebrated Billy Graham, right? You don't have to be a pastor to be that celebrated. If you live your life clearly as marked for God, even if men don't celebrate you, there will be, you know, a heavenly party to welcome you back when it's time. Don't you ever say, you good and profitable servant, enter into the joy of your Lord. You have got to live your life on purpose for Christ. Paul said in Romans, he said, he has preached everywhere and there's nowhere else for him to go. Ah! Do you understand? He has preached everywhere possible. He has gone to everywhere possible. There's nowhere left for him to go. So he's coming to chill with the Roman church. So you understand? So he's coming, come to see them because he is he's now less, he's, you know, he will have time to, he's less busy, you have, have time to come to them. Why? You know, he has done, he has gone to, to, to and fro. He has covered every ground where no one has been the gospel. Ambition. A life for Christ. So, you have got to tonight. Reorder your life. Let Christ be the center. When Christ is the center of your life, it will help you hold all things together. But when the center is something else, Christ, you know, is off the radar. He can only help you hold all things together in your life when he's at the center of your life. If he's at the center, we will see it in how you are serving God. If Christ is the center of your life, your new job will not make you less committed to God. In fact, whatever he brings your way will only make you more and more committed to him. Okay? You have got to reparate your life. What am I living for? Am I in the, in the rat race? The rat race to struggle, the also to blow. Am I living like that way? Or am I living on assignment every day? You know, careful to remember that this life is not mine, it is God's. So please, I urge you, take time to think about this and reorder your life. When this much is clear to you, it will decide every other thing you do. It will help you choose who you marry, where you live. Do you understand? Every other choice makes you have meaningful direction, not just shoot and hope 
for the best. Do you understand? Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.